Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Our Town Community Show. As I had a great pleasure of introducing the show series and all the things we've been discussing, I am really excited to have a long-term friend of mine and an amazing person in the studio. She, I, drag, I dragged her in here, but it's Annie Laurie McCullough, a long-term friend of mine and just a tremendous guest. Annie Laurie, thanks for being here. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, and, and she was like, she's been helping me, folks, like doing all the pre-game background stuff, so she's ready to have a conversation. But one of the things Annie Laurie and I were talking about um, we have a 15-minute show, and I just want to say I hold her in highest regard and her family in highest regard um, for walking the walk of a, a true leader and community person. And I said this in the inaugural show. This isn't just about, hey, let's throw out a Bible verse. This is about trying to make a difference in life. So we talked about the F words. Family and friends for you, Annie Laurie, how important is that um, as people are watching this show? You know, What does that mean in your life? So first off, thank you so much. And like I'm, I've told you before, I'm very humbled to even be considered for this. And this is so outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when we talk about family and friends, I think it's really everything. Um, I'd say family, friends, faith and health. Right. Those kind of things. Like I, I've seen, I think we've all seen over the past kind of 18 months, if your health fails Um, and you don't have faith or you don't have a strong family or friend foundation to kind of lift you up, you're sort of out there on a boat without a paddle. And so it's, it's huge. It is. And, and you, you, I, I, you know, talking to our audience, been talking to you at the same time. Um, you don't see that yourself, but I really painstakingly thought through three guests that I thought would embody what this show is about. So, I get a, I guess, um, as you're nailing it already, you know, you get, um, uh, uh, I guess I get a, at least a B plus for thinking through that. But, you know, no, it's been, it has been, Annie Laurie. And I want to talk about, I'm going to brag on you a little bit. Well, I can't remember, but during the midst of the pandemic, and we had so much division in our country and people apart, one of the amazing things I saw you put together was a sign. And what, remind me of the name of the sign. It was everywhere. Um, I can't remember anymore. I got one, but I. Yeah. It's love over hate. And love so. Over hate. In the midst of that pandemic, we also had such division and controversy in our country with the Black Lives Matter movement. And for me, it was a time of introspection and also just kind of leaning in to diversity and inclusion and what that really means and how to be intentional and self-reflect on things in my life that had transpired um, and I partnered with um, Stacy Higgins. Okay. So she and I have known each other through swimming for forever. And he, she's Hi, Stacey. Um, a physician <laughs> at Emory. And um, we just, I, I was leaning into her just to become better educated and said, you know, we've got to do something. And I think awareness is huge. And then having the confidence to just kind of draw a line in the sand and, and put yourself out there and say, this really matters to me. And it does. And it's love over hate. And it came in it. I don't, I mean, on a personal level, I remember writing something on Facebook saying, you know, God, thank goodness somebody did this because that says it all right there. You know, 
it, it, if a faith-based component, which I know you and I both share, love is really the driving force. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and if we put our, all our differences aside as humans, I always say, and you know, a lot of the magazine comes, right? You know, we're not all that different. Yeah. And yet we, we get caught up in all these things where we, you know, have these petty things we get, we get, we get um, caught up in. And I think that was a simple message, but man, was it well received. It, it was mind blowing. I mean, I initially I was like, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to, we're going to order these signs and let's find the right um, phil- philanthropic organization to give the right amount of money to. And so that was research <laughs> right, in of right. itself because you don't want any controversy around that organization. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Um, and we found the Equal Justice Initiative. And so we're like, okay, we're all in on this. And I ordered one round of signs and I think it was like 50 and we sold out so fast. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no. So then we ordered another 80 and then another 100. And then I, again, I wanted all of Lilburn and then it went into Decatur. I wanted the community blanketed in signs that really celebrated. Like you said, we're so more similar than we are different, but leaning into those differences also makes us just that much stronger. Absolutely. And so it was so cool to just drive around and see all those signs. No, there were signs everywhere. There were signs everywhere. And it's just, it goes to show you, you know, I'm saying this to our audience right now, one person or one or two people together can make a tremendous difference. It doesn't have to be some platform. This was an idea to say, what can I do? Something simple. But this simple thing became mammoth. I would see it every time I was taking a walk everywhere. And it was just great. It and was neat. It was yeah. great. So, but let's talk about, um, you know, the uh, fitness, mental fitness, um, uh, physical fitness, um, spiritual fitness. You know, we've come out of two years that I, and I know in our lifetimes we're probably never going to see again that I'm not sure we even know the ramifications of the last two years. It's been so crazy. I mean, people can look at us and we're on a show, but what do you come out of this time fitness-wise when I'm saying, you know, working on things and any part of your life that you might share with other people in terms of, hey, you know, this is important stuff. Yeah. So, um, I, you you know, I travel for a living. <laughs> and so sometimes it's very, very difficult to put yourself first in all of that, which sounds <laughs> crazy, but it's so true. You get kind of wrapped up in kind of the hustle and the bustle. And so for me, kind of the last two years in in doing some self-reflection, it was a time, I mean, I can't, as crazy as it sounds, um, the pandemic allowed us to have such core value time as a family of four, right before Abby went off to college. Sure. And that was huge. But it also, the, it gave me the ability to really focus on me for a little bit. And so I got more into physical activity. Um, we cooked a whole heck of a lot more because, you know, we went out, Andrew thought the apocalypse was coming. So we had <laughs> rations. Um, so we needed to cook all of that stuff. We were eating healthier. And then I think mental and spiritual um, kind of focus on that. I mean, just some time, whether you meditate or you read things. I, I read a lot of uplifting things. Andrew will tell you that you have to be literate to come into my house. I have signs. <laughs> Good. Messages mean a lot to me. Songs mean a lot to me. And so taking the time to really kind of soak all that in um, allows me then to be able to give some of myself back. You know, Angela, it's so funny you say that. I was saying in the opening show we did when I was just introducing the show, the last speech I gave in Las Vegas was in uh, February of 2020. And the speech, funny enough, was on human to human. We got to get back to more of the personal touch. And I honestly would call this possibly, if people did it right, was like the great reset of human, you know, realizing, man, we miss people. Oh, big time. We miss people. We miss hugging people. We miss doing things. We miss going to concerts. We missed um, ball games. We missed, I mean, churches were closed down. Everything. Everything. 
And um, so then my question to people is, hopefully they did something with that and set some goals during that time. And I'm, I'm big with you, messages and um, you know, reading and learning and sharing is, is, is what drives me. So um, I guess what you're saying is you and your family use the time in the best way to grow. Yes. which is part of life. And even figuring out how to fellowship. I mean, I remember doing the first <laughs> Easter, watching the North Point service right. online and then figuring out how to have some fellowship just with our family together, which sounds so absurd. I, I, I know. But at the same time, it was really good for us. I mean, we had some really good conversation, deep stuff. Well, and you, you you know, I'm bragging on it, but you, you know, your daughter is one of the top swimmers around or whatever. And y'all have, just like we have with some of our kids and their things, sacrificed a lot to get them to that point. But because of that, a lot of times you're never really together. You're right. all running in a million directions. And, you know, um, like today, you know, I've got my wife uh, acting as producer in the, in the studio, wearing double hats. But in all seriousness, you know, that family time, I remember us got a dartboard and did fun things we had not done in years and games and just stuff. Um, but yeah, it was, it was weird. It was surreal. And, um, but let me ask you another thing, you know, what about, um, what about the, you know, we talked about, you use the word, I think instead of F, philanthropy, like our financial resources, what do, what do you look at in terms of things you do to try to give back? I don't care about the money part of it, uh, time. I mean, are the things that are passionate to you that you like to give back and see something grow? And, you know, we talked about the signs earlier, but any examples in your life? Yeah, for for us. And so I have a husband, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, Andrew, we like He Andrew. is, thank you. He is the more... Um, monetary generous of the two of us in our relationship. I'm very generous with my time, um, with things that I think are for the greater good. Um, but when we first got married, uh, it was, we were trying to figure it out. We didn't have a whole lot of money. I come from nothing. He comes from a, a different type of financial sure. situation. So it was blending these two kind of upbringings and then figuring out, you know, when we were successful, what would we do? And this was pre-children. And sure. we both said, if we ever win the lottery, <laughs> before we even see that hit our checkbook, half of it is going to some kind of children's charity. Oh, wow. And so anything that has to do with a child, whether it's children's cancer or children with disabilities or children that don't have food or children that don't have homes, we're all in. You're all in on that. And so whether that's time through organizations like Family Promise, which mm -hmm. I know you're familiar with, sure. with different churches kind of banding yep. together to house and feed families, or whether it is, Abby's really involved with Swim Across America. So anything sure. that has a cancer component, um, I, I, I just, children are near and dear, and we think that they all should be set up to succeed. Well, I love that. And I also love when it's our audience, you know, you guys have been, you know, high school sweethearts. My wife and I were college sweethearts. When you grow up together, uh, you kind of got to meet somewhere in the middle, yeah. you know, uh, a, lot. a lot. And you're like, you know, and I, I, both of us looked at things totally differently. But hearing that, um, there's things I try in everything I have in my life to, 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 like you're saying, to just shine a spotlight and help people. And I really like how you've geared in and saying, you know, we can't be involved with every ministry. They're all great. Yeah. But focus on the children part of it because there's other people that are they're doing something equally important. They're working on the homeless shelters or they're working on, you know, other things. But it, I think if people might look at what their niche and what they're feeling and what their calling is, um, that would, that would, that'd be awesome. And, and again, it's not just money. No, I mean, cause I think money. everybody thinks philanthropy, no. you need to be this 
hugely successful, rich person that can go all in with these generous right. donations. But just as many people are needed to kind of run the behind the scenes effort. And so it's time. It's whatever you can give, give. I, I honestly think there's more. A lot of people out there just really want to write a check for something and not have to really be that invested. And um, putting in the time, um, you know, that's where you really put your money where your mouth right. is, you know, doing that. Um, well, all right. We got so much to go. All right. So let's look at, uh, let's talk about something. Tell us something fun you enjoyed doing, you or your family, whatever. What's something fun the McCullough family or Annie Laurie enjoys? So we have two things. I'll give you the family okay. thing. Your Anything family involving water. Water. So we're beach people, lake people. Water is just very calming in mm -hmm. our lives. And so we do a lot of family. Speaking of water. Speaking of water. <laughs> we do a lot of water activities together. And then... Annie Laurie is a big dork when it comes to puzzles. And so oh, okay. I do escape rooms. I okay. do cold cases on my own. I ah, do things that keeps your kind of mind, in, mind mm. engaged. But also it's it's what I do with customers. So when mm -hmm. I was like in sales, I would do escape rooms and oh, look yeah. at like kind of the the whole group dynamics of who leads in certain situations. Oh, it's yeah. pretty fascinating, actually. Uh, it's very fascinating. I've spent <laughs> quite a bit of my life studying this stuff. Uh, no, it's, it is. That's great. I love it. The water. Um, Kendra Spirits here. I love being by the water. And uh, I, I find this funny. puzzles and, and things done yeah. as well. Very important. All right. Well, we got a couple minutes left. Um, Tell me what you're most excited about, you know, going into 2022. Uh, our shows will start airing 1130 on Saturdays and in 2022. But what are you most hopeful and excited about in 2022? I think 2022 is going to be a year for all of us that kind of we reemerge as a society. I mean, travel's opening back up now. Obviously, we've got this Omicron <laughs> right, 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 variant. Right. Who knows? But I think that the world is hopefully going to lean in and do what is necessary to get us back on the up and up. Um and I've got a daughter in college. It's her first year. I've got a junior at home. So she's starting to tour colleges and make those decisions. And honestly, kind of every every year is kind of a new chapter. And so I, I always have kind of a spirit of hope. Yeah. And I'm very hopeful about our future. So. I am too. I, I really think uh, the best of um, humanity is going to show up in 2022. And and if it doesn't, we're going to put up more signs of love. That's right. Love over hate. <laughs> love over hate. And so, uh, well, I want to invite, as we close out the show, uh, Annie, Laurie, McCullough, my friend, thank you for coming on the Our Town Community Show. It's my inaugural, inaugural guest, so I really appreciate it. We did it. well. We did, we did real well. <laughs>